0: Blood Tingling Tales, the complete series. All five volumes of Blood Tingling Tales, bundled into one convenient collection. Only $2.99 or free if you have Kindle Unlimited. Search for Blood Tingling Tales. Complete series on Amazon or go to ManiacontheLoose.com/slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place welcome to the maniac on the loose scary stories podcast (laughs) sit back and relax keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride Lost phone. I lost my phone. Ugh, how careless of me. My emotions tangled into a web of frustration, anger, worry, and fear. I had been running errands all day, so it could have been anywhere. I took in a deep breath, realizing that a negative attitude would do me no good. I calmed myself down and steadied myself. In these types of situations, I find it best for one to retrace their steps to see if they can remember where they could have possibly misplaced the missing object. I did just that. I closed my eyes, took relaxing breaths, and focused on my day. I distinctly remember putting my phone in my purse just before I left my house in the morning. My first stop was to the dry cleaners. I was just picking up a few items. I wasn't there long, in and out quick. I never removed my phone from my purse. From there I met my friend Sandy for lunch at this great Mexican slash El Salvadorian restaurant. Their food is always fresh and fantastic. We got there early enough that it wasn't crowded. There were only a few other people there. I remember a man sitting by himself in a corner booth. He was dressed in black and was reading a newspaper. He was holding the paper in a way where I couldn't see his face, but could see the top of his head. He was wearing a black wool beanie type hat. I remember a few times I gazed in his direction and caught him peering over the top of the paper looking at me. Whenever I caught him, he'd quickly lift the newspaper back up over his face. Most people consider me to be quite an attractive woman, I'm in my late 20s, so my body is probably in its prime. I get a fair amount of gawkers, so I didn't think much of the stranger sneaking peeks at me. Sandy and I had a nice lunch and chat. When the waitress came to our table to hand us the check, I handed her my phone and asked if she would take a picture of us. She did so, and then Sandy and I bickered over who was going to pay the check. Eventually, I won out. We said our goodbyes, and from there I went to the post office. I just had to drop off a few letters in the mailbox. Nothing out of the ordinary happened while I was there, other than the fact that I noticed an early 1970s Lincoln luxury car parked on the side of the road. It was dull black in color, and had a distinct pointed grill that was positioned between two hidden headlights. Across the street from the post office was the water company. I crossed the street and paid my bill in person. On the way out, I bumped into an old high school teacher of mine on the sidewalk. We talked for a few minutes and then I left for the mall. On the way to the mall, I pulled over and filled my tank up with gas at a small gas station. As I was filling up my tank? I vaguely remember that black Lincoln slowly passing by the gas station and then turning down a nearby road. You don't see those cars often anymore so to see it twice in one day kept it fresh in my mind. From there I went to the mall for the sole purpose of buying a new dress. I picked out several that I liked, tried them all on and chose one. After that I went grocery shopping. Nothing unusual happened while I was there, except I remember seeing a man dressed in black at the end of one of the aisles. He was tall and thin and was wearing a black beanie hat. He was watching me. When I looked in his direction, he quickly exited the aisle and vanished from my field of view. Was that the same man I saw earlier in the restaurant? Anyhow, from there, I came home, put my groceries away, lay down in my bed, and took a 30-minute nap. When I woke up, I instinctively reached over to my nightstand to check my phone for the time, and that's when I realized it was gone. Based on my focused recollection of the day, the only time I took my phone out of my purse was at the restaurant for lunch. I drove back there and asked the staff if anyone turned in a phone. Unfortunately, nobody did, so I came back home, sat down on my living room couch, and contemplated my options. I had so much on my phone. All my contacts, call records, text messages, tons of photos, including a few risque ones of me that I never wanted any other eyes to see, and all of my phone settings. Foolishly, I never backed any of it up. What was I going to do? It was then that I heard three slow, heavy, methodical knocks on my front door. I live alone in a quiet neighborhood with lots of trees and foliage in between each house, creating significant privacy. I wasn't expecting anyone. When I got to the front door, I pulled the front room window's curtain over. From there, I get a great view of the entire front porch and can check to see who is at my door. To my surprise, there was nobody there. I stepped to the front door and opened it. I thought maybe the mailman left a package that I didn't notice when I looked out the window. There was no package, but I was delighted to see my phone lying on the welcome mat outside my front door. I let out a breath of relief and gazed around the area to see if I saw the person who dropped it off. I wanted to thank them, maybe even hug them, and I'd definitely give them a cash reward. I saw nobody, but there was one thing that caught my eye. That black early 1970s Lincoln luxury car. It was parked just down the road. A chill went down my spine. This seemed like more than a coincidence, so I shut my door, locked it, and fastened the security chain. From there, I decided to thoroughly check my phone and make sure it was still in good working order. It powered up just fine. I scrolled through my contacts, and they were all there. My text message history was intact, and then I clicked to check my gallery of pictures. The first picture I noticed was of me and Sandy at the restaurant. I quickly opened it up and smiled. It was a good picture. The smile disappeared from my face and my heart dropped when I noticed that there were 16 pictures that had been taken after that. How could that be? Unless the person that found my phone was taking pictures with it. But why would they do that? I pulled up the first picture that was taken after the waitress snapped the photo of me and Sandy. It was a picture taken from one of the restaurant tables of me and Sandy exiting the restaurant. So I was right. I left it at the restaurant, and somebody immediately noticed that, picked it up, and instead of flagging me down to return my phone, they decided to snap a picture of me. That was weird. The next picture was of me getting into my car in the restaurant parking lot. The picture after that was me entering the post office. I scrolled to the next photo. It was me standing outside the post office staring directly at the camera. The picture appeared to have been taken from inside a car. That's when I remembered I was staring at the Lincoln luxury car when I exited the post office. The driver of that vehicle was the one who had my camera. The picture after that was taken of me while I was outside the water company building talking to my old high school teacher. The next image in the gallery was a video. I pressed play. It was from inside a vehicle. It was a moving video focused on me as I filled up my car with gas. The next several pictures sent shivers down my entire body. The pictures were from a bird's eye view of me in various stages of trying on dresses at the mall. Whoever was snapping these pictures had been inside the changing booth next to mine and had managed to hold the phone over the changing room wall and snap the pictures of me. They were followed up by multiple shots of me in the grocery store and then entering my house. There were only two pictures left after that, and they were the most disturbing of all. I let out a scream when I opened the next to last photo. It was a photo of me lying in my bed while I was taking a nap. The person had been inside my bedroom. I reached up and unfastened the chain to the front door. I was going to dart out of my house, run to the neighbor's house, and call the police from there. The only thing that gave me pause was that this person may have been waiting for me outside. I thought maybe the final picture on my phone would give me a clue as to whether I should stay put or flee. I opened it. It was a video. I pressed play. The video was taken inside my house, near the front door. The camera was positioned down my hallway, and I could see myself sitting on the living room couch. The camera then turned to the front door of my house, and I could see the head of a hatchet come into view. I watched as the back of the hatchet was used to create three slow, heavy, methodical knocks. The video then went black. The man was either inside my house or just outside of it. I quickly came up with a plan. I was going to unlock the front door and run out into the neighborhood screaming bloody murder on my way to the nearest neighbor's house. If the sicko tried to attack me, hopefully someone would hear my screaming and help me. As I unlocked the front door and began to turn the knob, I heard the closet door behind me creak open. I knew if I turned around, I would see the tall, thin man dressed in black, holding a hatchet high in the air, so I didn't even bother. I just turned the knob of the front door and fled. I screamed and screamed as I ran across the street. As I had hoped, several neighbors heard me and rushed out to see what the commotion was. They all ushered me into one of their houses and called the police. When the police arrived, They did a thorough search of my house, but nobody else was there. The black Lincoln was gone, too. I'll never truly know how wicked his intentions were, because they never found the man. Everywhere I go, I keep an eye out for a tall, thin man dressed in black, or his intimidating old Lincoln luxury car. He's still out there somewhere. But at least I got my phone back. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. (laughs) Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter, and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. I have some exciting news. You can now get Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast merchandise. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, and much more. Choose from two different Maniac on the Loose scary stories podcast logos or get merchandise with one of my book covers on it. Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store That's ManiacOnTheLoose.com Slash store. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com support. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support.